And the Emmy goes to Game of Thrones. Celebration mode. Celebration. Celebration mode. We are short one host this evening due to... Excessive celebration. Yes. <laughs> with Spirit Airlines. With some spirit. Last week's guest, Hannah Panic, is back with us. I'm back. <laughs> After the Emmys, I had to come back. Where do we begin, Micah? Everyone listening? I, you know, it, w- what's crazy to me is that we're sitting here now recording an episode specifically about the Emmys. Yes. And... Let's face it, I, I I have to be honest with you, coming into our, our recording last week, we, we joked about it because yeah. it's the same kind of conversation that I expected to have that we've had year after year after year, and it's that's just part of one episode that we do. Maybe we take five minutes out at the beginning right. and we talk about how Game of Thrones didn't win any Emmys I this know. year, mm-hmm. but this is much different. Now we're doing our own little Emmy special here, and uh, Game of Thrones walked away with some pretty impressive hardware on Sunday night. It's fantastic right now um, to be a part of the community, because we all live within our own bubble, where, where Game of Thrones and A Song of Ice and Fire is top-notch. You know, it's, it reigns supreme, but when it's presented in award shows, like Mike I said, over the past handful of years, and I don't really know what I'm saying right now because we're all very excited, especially pouring over the clips and stuff from last night, um, just sort of getting re-excited to the level that we were last night <laughs> when uh, Twitter was a buzz and Facebook was a buzz and Mike and I were both sort of thumb happy <laughs> in celebratory mode. And uh, so much of you for joining us there. It's just uh, reliving those moments is just adding to the level of excitement. And I just think it's so interesting that, like like you said, that we're able to make uh, this special episode. We will get back to our regularly scheduled programming uh, just later in this week. But we thought we would come at you quickly and, and just have just share a moment before it gets too far gone. We're only a day out from this, not technically a sweep, but a rather large victory at the Emmys this year. They cleaned up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any other way way to put it. And I think, I don't know about you, Zach and Hannah, but I, as I was going through and, and watching the show, as they started to win in more and more categories, I started to think there was more and more a possibility that they could walk away with uh, best drama. And, mm-hmm. and of course they did. Uh, and, and it's just, I agree with what Zach said earlier. It, 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 when you're a fan of something like this for so long of a period of time, it, it makes me think back a little bit to Harry Potter, uh, when we would talk about the Oscars and, and how Potter never really got the recognition that it deserved. Uh, you look at something like Game of Thrones, where really Peter Dinklage won, uh, back in, I think it was in season two. It was the first season, Uh, I think. It was no, you're right. It was yeah. the first season, uh, and that was it. And and you know, quite honestly, if if you look at Peter Dinklage's performances over the years, there are definitely other seasons that you would probably point to to say, Four, yeah. "Wow, Tyrion had yeah. just a hell of a season." The trial, and yeah. I think even Peter Dinklage, and I'm sure we're going to uh, uh, listen to that clip a little bit later on, but 
he was surprised that that he had won the award this year. Uh, I think a, a, a little bit shocked. So I'm just happy that uh, we're here talking about this. This is uh, this is well deserved. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time coming. I think that uh, you know everybody who's been pouring in their support on social media uh, and and just in traditional media and and you know who really enjoy the show. It's it's well 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 deserved. Going into it, I wasn't expecting any of it. You know, I wasn't expecting, you know, best drama series or anything like that. I think that that just made it even more exciting because it was, in my opinion, unexpected. Well, I, I guess not unexpected isn't the right word. I was just a little bit surprised. Wasn't it a little surreal to see the, the cast that, well, for Micah and I, but for you also being a massive fan of Ice and Fire, on the stage at the end, it sort of feels like, you know, we work so closely with it. But to see yeah. it integrated into such a mainstream thing even though the show is very mainstream but to get that kind of recognition uh it's just not that the community or the fandom needed this whatsoever but it's just it's it's i don't know it feels nice it's weird it almost feels personal right it almost feels like a little shout out to to like (laughs) me (laughs) i did nothing you know i had nothing to do with it except for you know just watching and enjoying it but you can't help but feel a little personal victory I i don't know do the dance. I felt the same the way. Victory dance. I was watching the. I was rewatching the best drama win, and like Mike said, we'll get to it in a second. But I don't know. It's just you know Brian Cogman was up there, and he's been a guest on the show a handful of times, and he's a great guy. And just to know that you know someone that has worked so diligently, and including the entire crew, uh, on on something that they truly care about, and have produced such a fantastic product. You know, not only are we fans of it because it's science fiction and fantasy, but just as a television show standing on its own, um, it's attracted a massive audience and has, in a lot of ways, changed an industry. And it has very certainly changed a network, a network which was used to always winning and needed nothing to change it, has always been profitable, has always essentially been on top. For this crew to come in, this story, George R. R. Martin's story, and for it to be a, a genre that, you know, historically Hannah and Mike and myself have, have been in um, from the Potter days until now, it's just, I don't know. It's really special. It's magical to see it all happening. It only took until 2015, guys. But <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's also great to see the the fantasy genre really get some sort of recognition for in, the first time sort of, ever of award show. Yeah. yeah, to win an Emmy like this, it's it's outstanding. Of course, you mentioned HBO, which also cleaned up last night. I mean, uh, they just uh, it seemed like every award uh, was going to them. Uh, or a show that they produce. So uh, kudos to HBO. But sounds like a good time to get hired by HBO, right? <laughs> yeah. <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> no, that now no the job market just became extremely competitive uh, for HBO. I I would think. But uh, uh, just uh, looking at the fact that Game of Thrones has uh, now the record uh, for the most Emmy wins yeah! in a single uh, season. It, Picked up 12 Emmys when you combine the four that they won last night with the uh, Creative Arts Emmys that they picked up the week prior. And the uh, the previous record was held by The West Wing, another great show if those of you out there have not seen it. Hannah, have you ever watched The West Wing? I'm obsessed with The West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> I really just want to talk about it. So if you're a fan of The Newsroom, which was also an HBO show... Uh, Aaron Sorkin. Produced by the same person, or directed, I should say, Aaron Sorkin. 
who created the West Wing. So uh, hit up the West Wing. Yeah. Hit it up. Also hit up the newsroom after the West Wing. Also continue watching Game of Thrones. Although you may have seen the <laughs> finale <laughs> during the uh, segment last night on the Emmys, I I was a bit surprised by that. Luckily, too. I missed this. What it has been sort of crowned the spoiler segment. Yeah. yeah. I missed it. What the heck? They gave away uh, a little bit too much, I think, in terms of how certain shows came to an end. I just closed my eyes. That usually works. <laughs> and they beat West Wing's first season, which is interesting because I guess there's hysteria and uproar when something breaks. And like, this is the first season of this kind of show. Like, remember when The Walking Dead came out? I mean, obviously it's increased in popularity, but it was very sort of a new thing. And the walk and talk atmospheric element of The West Wing uh, in the, its first season, very clearly judging by its takeaway from the Emmys in that year was sort of a new and interesting thing. But this is our fifth season. This isn't the first season that Swords and Sorcery have been on television. You know? And Dragons. And Dragons <laughs> and White Walkers. This isn't a brand new thing. This isn't for novelty's sake. We, we Like Micah said, we've made complaints over the last handful of years. Finally, they paid off. Finally, they, finally the complaints <laughs> paid off, and finally we were able to make an episode like this. Because I will say, we've always planned on sort of celebrating after the fact and capturing it, because that's sort of what you guys have always said you loved about our show post the episodes airing. And this is the best thing compared to that that we can get in this off-slash-on season. So why not? But looking at the way the Academy has worked over the years, I think we, when we've spoken about it, you can you can go back to our old episodes and check it out. It's never been for us. I, I, I suppose the same winners recycling in and out haven't ever boded well for this genre titan that we call Game of Thrones. But this year, earlier in 2015, the rules changed with the way the Emmys are chosen. And I thought maybe this will breed a different ending. And when the creative arts turned out the way that they did, I thought maybe this is a sign of what is to come when the program actually airs. And it, it seems that their change from the finals being decided and voted on by a small selection of their total voting populace, members of the Academy, what they called blue ribbon panels, being abolished and expanding it now to all members of the Academy in their chosen categories has really changed things for Game of Thrones. It seems that much a much more democratic process for people to actually have their voices be heard. In our worst season, some people will say ended up having the largest victory for the show and the net with the network and that anyone for any show has ever seen. I wonder sometimes though, and and the justification you just gave though, Zach, I, I, I really like sort of that background uh, information, but do award shows at times just decide that they're going to pay homage to a specific series or, or a specific show because they've yet to do so. I feel like Game of Thrones has become such a cultural phenomenon that to let it pass with only having received one award over the course of the last five seasons would not really say much for the Emmys and, and or any award show for that matter. But I wonder just sort of the way that Game of Thrones swept across this landscape on, on Sunday night was it just time for, for Game of Thrones to be properly recognized? I'd like to think that it was recognized just on merit alone, you know? But maybe. I mean, it is it is about time. We can give a head nod toward what happened with The Return of the King. And it's arguable to say that that sort of thing should have happened for the first few iterations of that series. And Micah, I think I would completely agree with you if it weren't for the fact that the rules changed this year. 
I truly think that democratizing the process even greater has outputted us with what would be more of a true sense of the Emmys. If you've seen the backlash this year, it is so much smaller than I've ever seen with John Hamm winning Best Dramatic Actor and Game of Thrones winning how it did. I think the largest backlash that I've seen is that Lena Headey didn't win for Best Supporting Dramatic Actress and mm-hmm. the woman who did take it away is being celebrated, rightly so. So it's it's just interesting to see maybe this shift further democratizing the process has, I think, really come out with, like I said, what is a, a more of a truer representation versus what a handful of people think are the case. Because spread out over all of the wins, all of the victories from Sunday night, I really think that it's a, it was a pretty broad pool. And I thought that the Emmys did a great job really integrating Game of Thrones into the programming uh, it opened up very early on with uh, Jane Lynch dressed as uh, yes, what, yeah. what what Andy Samberg referred to as the shame nun from Game of Thrones, and uh, of course, if people went over on their speeches, then she was going to come out onto the stage and shame them. Uh, actually, I think I have to say the show ended like right at eleven o'clock, so I wonder if that actually worked. I think the threat of that would be dangerous. And then, of course, uh, Andy giving out his uh, uh, HBO Go Now uh, username yeah, and password. And I mean, people, it worked. I tried it. It didn't work for me. People were tweeting that it was working. Yeah, no, I think it did work for some people, but I think it probably overloaded the system. The chosen few. I wonder yes. how much uh, HBO paid for that piece of marketing. I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, this is such a brilliant thing because so many people who have iPhones or are sitting near their computers are just like, if anything, I'm going to download HBO now to check if this works. Mm-hmm. Like me. <laughs> One of the more uh, coincidental things about Sunday night was that it was the 67th annual Primetime Emmy Awards. It was also the 67th birthday of one George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> should have known it would be magical. Would have said it has been prophesized. I can't think of a better birthday present for George than to sit there and see the show that he has helped create based on the books that he wrote walk away with 12 Emmy Awards I know. and and four of, of the biggest ones, uh, which, of course, uh, we're going to get into here in the next couple minutes. Uh, I think uh, we first have a clip here from George when he was backstage and uh, it's pretty funny so I think uh, we're going to give it a listen well, that, that statue looks good on you sir it does <laughs> it does I like it yeah well they made you wait till the very end but you certainly heard Game of Thrones name said a bunch this evening but this is a nice exclamation point we did it was very uh, very exciting we made some history tonight yeah you He's did so happy. Most, most wins ever in a year for a show most wins ever for a show and not only that but <laughs> Uh, it's never, never won before in the uh, history of the Emmys, so I'm, I'm very glad to uh, finally break that uh, yes, on behalf I, of us. Uh, so real. Fantasy. I imagine you're, well, there's a lot of fans who are weighing in on social media. We wanted to read you a tweet that one of the fans uh, sent out as we take it here. Game of Thrones wins because who else has dragons? That, that's a sci-fi fantasy fan, obviously. Uh, that, that, is good. that is good. We have dire wolves, too, though. Let's yes. not forget the dire wolves. Yes. And some amazing actors and writers and directors. All right, while I have you here, no one else is really listening. Tell me who, who dies next. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone dies. <laughs> Valar Magulis, all men must die. True. 
which means I suppose. Oh, so he's going to kill all the men. So, uh, you know. That's so deep, yeah. though. Everyone dies. Uh, <laughs> all right, so where do you go? So will you? He just walks away. The parties, man. They have to go to the parties. Yeah. I've been to a lot of Emmy parties over the years, getting drunk and bitter. Now I can finally have one where I can go to the parties. I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate the honesty. Oh, it is. Uh, you obviously deserve it. I've, I've won and I've lost, and, and win, winning is better. <laughs> I agree with you, sir. Have Thank a you. good night. Thank you. That's inspirational to watch. I'm so into his little block on block ensemble. Yeah, he's well put together. He was totally keeping that Emmy far away from anybody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> he had it like tucked under his yeah. arm. He's like, nobody's taking this from me. Did you notice all. David Benioff and Dan like walking by with like basically a couple of piece in their hands? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> George is, he absolutely slept with that in his bed <laughs> that night. Hundred percent. Well, it's it's good to see him uh, happy and and certainly happy uh, on his birthday. Maybe he'll be inspired to write many more pages of the ones of winter very soon. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. That's the clip we're watching from. That's a takeaway from the Emmys. That's not a clip that we sort of seeked out and found. But people who are who missed the Emmys last night and are googling and are, are trying to catch up on what they missed. This clip among a bunch of the clips of Game of Thrones winning awards on stage is going to be, you know, in the in the feed in the feature role that they're that they're seeing, you know, the guy who created the the winning best drama TV show is our guy. It's George R. R. Martin. It's so different than what it's been in the past. It's so interesting. It's crazy to see him standing there with an Emmy. But the man who really uh, got the night started off on the right foot was uh, David Nutter and an emotional acceptance speech. It was. And the Emmy goes to... David Nutter. David Nutter, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Spoilers. You've always been sullied. This is the second Emmy win and fifth How pumped do you think the band David was Nutter. to play that song? Absolutely pumped. And by the end of the night, they're like, okay, okay. We've had to play this so many times. Stop. What am I doing up here? (laughs) Thank you, the Academy. Thank you, HBO. Thank you, David and Dan, for your faith. And thank you, Bernie Caulfield and Chris Newman. That's a big trophy. For your support. Thank you, Lena Headey and the entire wonderful cast of Game of Thrones. He's thinking here because of the walk. Yes. And Toby Ford. Yes. And I'm shaking. Yes, I'm shaking. That's a deal. But most importantly, (laughs) I wouldn't be up here tonight without this lady right here. Let me introduce you to my wife, Birgit. Without her, I wouldn't be anywhere. She supported me. She held me up forever. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Zoe. And thank you, Ralph Clemente, for the man who taught me the most. Thank you so much. We uh, should mention that he won for Mother's Mercy. Zach, you pointed out that uh, he thanked uh, Lena Headey, most likely for that walk of shame. Still better. She didn't take away a trophy for herself. Or such a performance this season. This was her season, you know, from beginning to end. And the Emmy goes to Freddie David Benehoff. Barbecue. <laughs> is he the guy from Final Destination too? House of Cards, yeah. I haven't seen Final Destination. Emmy win and ninth nomination for both David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, who are both also nominated as part of the producing team for Game of Thrones. Music again. (laughs) 
They're like, hey. George Martin, happy birthday, sir. And, and thank you for inviting us all into your dream. Uh, to HBO, especially uh, Richard Plepler and Mike Lombardo, thank you for taking a chance on, on two schmucks with no experience. Uh, uh, wow. When people say they didn't plan things, I always thought they were. Uh, oh, our amazing Dropping cast and crew. Dropping some bombs. Our amazing cast and crew. <laughs> Let's not forget them. They, uh, they caught it, though. Rain, sleet, snow, deserts, darkness. They always deliver their brilliance and dedication. Uh, our producing team, year after year, achieves the impossible, especially the inimitable Bernie Caulfield. And for our families, thank you to our parents uh, and to our beautiful wives. Amanda, Pete, I love you so much. Frankie, Molly, Henry. Andrea, Leo, Hugo, this one's for you. Yeah, so uh, Benioff and Weiss uh, taking it away for uh, Mother's Mercy as well. Mm-hmm. Not hard home? No. I, yeah, it's funny. You tweeted that out uh, <laughs> during the Emmys. And you, what did you say? Uh, it, it was hard home in our hearts. <laughs> yeah, all of these awards. <laughs> It is pretty amazing. It was kind of funny because my Twitter feed while they're giving their speech is, you know, half celebratory, super pumped, and then half of them are super angry. You know, they're ruining a song of ice and fire, you know, my problematic fave. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of funny to to see that reaction. Yeah, there's definitely a, a section of the, the fandom that are, are a bit miffed that A, we won it all, and B, um, we won for this season where so many strange decisions were made but again mm-hmm. to everyone listening whichever side of the camp you're on it's good for the genre overall that this happened and i don't know i just think celebration is a much better stance on most things if george can celebrate i think we all can it's his birthday we gotta we gotta come together yeah get a direwolf cake <sighs> i would love a cake <laughs> direwolf ice cream cake <laughs> thank you micah uh, <laughs> yeah so the next award up that uh, Game of Thrones uh, took home was for uh, Best Supporting Actor, and it was for Peter Dinklage, Peter but Dinklage. Uh, he was a little bit surprised uh, that uh, he took away the award, and, and I don't, I'm not exa- exactly sure why that was, but I think some of it may have to do with the fact that uh, Lena Headey didn't uh, take away Best Supporting Actress. Both herself and Amelia Clark uh, were up in that category, and I wonder, uh, people sometimes say, did they split the vote since yeah. they were from the same show? But her performance, uh, especially for Mother's Mercy, which we just uh, heard from David Nutter and David and Dan, that by itself uh, was just uh, amazing to watch. And uh, you know, sort sort of her her de evolution, uh, especially through the last couple of episodes of the season uh, with the Faith Militant, I think. Uh, it's it's hard to imagine that uh, she didn't get an award on Sunday night. And the Emmy goes to Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. This is the second Emmy That's quite a clap, George. Wow. Who was born in Morristown, New Jersey. I like how his uh, little line is from Morristown, New Jersey. All right, I'm, this, I wasn't prepared at all. I was even chewing gum. Um, uh, and I wasn't prepared because... The other actors in my category, I'm still sort of awed by all of their performances. Jonathan Banks, you are 
<laughs> and the rest. Um, Nikolai and Gwen. Uh, we're only as good as our writers, um, and I'm lucky enough to work with the greatest writers, uh, led by Denny, David Benioff and Dan Weiss. Thank you, guys. Um, and George Martin, who created our universe. And Lean Heedy, my inspiration and scene partner, and everyone else in the cast, which is like thousands of people. So <laughs> I wish George were thanked in every single one of those. Yeah, no, as he should be. And uh, Lena getting a lot of respect, I think, thrown her way, especially uh, after uh, her not winning the award. Yeah. Still just unbelievable that these clips are from the show that everyone watched. And, you know, Lena getting praise is, you know, that's going out to everyone and not just to those of us that make or listen to a Game of Thrones podcast in the off season. Yeah. So uh, that leaves one pretty big award. Last but not least. Sizable. And the Emmy goes to Game of Thrones. (laughs) I can see Tracy Morgan being Game of Thrones. Yeah, definitely. Beautiful dress. This year, Game of Thrones received 24 Emmy nominations and has a total of 83 to date. Accepting the Emmy on behalf of the team... David Benioff. Yeah, David Benioff and everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Might take a while to fill that stage. Here we are. You hear people in the background like humming with it or yelling with it? That's the music. Fred Savage loves it. (laughs) Wonder years. Winnie. A few hours from now, the the greatest crew on the planet is going to get to work in in Belfast, Northern Ireland, and in Spain. we wouldn't be standing up here if it wasn't for them. So thank you all so much. Look forward to seeing you in a few days. We forgot to thank the great David Nutter for directing the episode for which we, uh, we won our award. We also forgot to thank Todd, Guyman, and Gretchen for having our backs for all these years. Dumbledore's up um, there, too. Sure is. Nina Gold and Robert Stern are the casting directors responsible for the, our amazing cast, of whom these are only a few. Look at them all Over on the stage. Years, they've provided us with a group of people that we are so fortunate to work with and call friends. Thank you, Nina and Robert. And, uh, and, and thank you to the HBO and their wisdom, paired a couple of novice producers with people of great experience. We want to thank them. <laughs> They're standing behind us. Bernie Caulfield, Chris Newman, Frank Dolger, Carolyn Strauss. Um, we would, you know, you're the reason we're up here. And finally, just thanks again, HBO, for, for um, believing in dragons. Thank you. And thank you all for watching. Wow. Never gets old. Never gets old. Such a great line, though, at the end there, for believing in dragons. I know. Well, it's happened. What now, everyone listening? The Emmys have basically been swapped, if that is a word. Uh, I think it's a word. I think it's a damn good word. Now we press forward into season six, which has been teased as the best yet. We'll see, right? Oh, they always <laughs> I don't know. I just have this feeling inside of my bones. It's just we thought that the, the hype beast, you know, was... We, we, we saw it. We, we thought, okay, you know, I think a lot of people felt season five uh, feeling in a different way, but like we were saying throughout the season, like this is only the beginning. I feel like George, David, Dan, HBO, everyone involved, only getting started. I'm ready. The way you've been describing this sounds like you're going to uh, 
reawaken as a, a white walker or something like that. <laughs> oh, is this how you're going to transition into plugging our show in New York City? Yes. Not only will you feel like one, Zach, uh, but I think you may dance like one as well. That is true. Or so the poster says. Have you seen our poster for our event in New York City, October 9th, New York Comic Con, at the Hard Rock in Times Square? Everyone listening at home, have you? Because if you haven't, Eric, Mike, and myself are White Walkers dancing in a very particular throne room with very, very high, very towering flames. It is true. With one master of DJing, Christian Nairn, as Zach said, we're really excited to be coming to New York City, Times Square, Hard Rock Cafe, October 9th. It is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a Rave of Thrones. (laughs) At least that's what the poster says. It's great because... A a Rave of Thrones is a part of what you'll be experiencing on this night, this Friday occasion. It's going to be an absolute blast. Hannah's coming, so you know it's going to be a party. Yeah, I'll be there. I mean, if it's half as fun as the poster looks, (laughs) it's going to be a success. If you'd like to learn more, just go to gameofowns.com slash tickets. Everything's there for you to read. As we head towards uh, New York Comic Con, we still have a couple more episodes uh, that we need to record And uh, we're going to be doing one later on this week. Of course, getting back to our chapter readings, we're going to be with Arya for the first time since the Red Wedding. Mm. And then Tyrion for the first time since the Purple Wedding. (laughs) Yes, since he won an Emmy. (laughs) So join us for that, will you? Those at home? Also, Hannah, thank you for joining us again. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm happy to be back. So get your owns for those uh, chapters ready. We finally have a reason to talk about the Emmys and not tweet, (laughs) post, and trash the fact that we didn't win. We've been to a lot of Emmy parties where we've been drunk and bitter, but now 